Hello, and here we are again at uh, Coal Region Discontent. A couple things going on today. Here's um, January 26th, 2022. Just read that um, today that I think it's Justice Breyer will be um, retiring or has uh, been suspected of tiring or has made, retiring of made uh, some kind of notion that he would be stepping down so that Biden could put a replacement in whether that's why he's doing it I don't know yet because I didn't I didn't hear the whole story yet but what I did hear was that um, Biden was planning on filling the vacancy with a black woman in fact he promised to fill it with a black woman so I mean I feel I feel as though um, the Supreme Court and filling its vacancies is not a, a place to be virtue signaling. I mean, I could care less if the person's black or white or gay or straight or anything along those lines, but uh, making a promise to pick a black woman is pretty much saying that it doesn't matter if they have the qualifications or if somebody else would have been better for the job or somebody had a better judicial record or something you know they would they would say the same thing that Trump did this to try to uh, appease his uh, his base or his class um, because uh he put conservative judges in what what he did was he also put constitutionalists in because he believes in the constitution of the United States as a lot of people do I mean, I I noticed there's a lot of people that have uh, a lot of people that have been protesting Constitution, saying that they should um, rewrite it. You know, it doesn't need rewritten; it needs reread. But a lot of these people that are protesting it, protesting the Constitution, I mean, you do not realize that the only reason that you can go out and protest anything, whether it be social injustice or gay rights or LGBTQ, the only reason you can go out and um, protest these things without somebody getting angry and just say, coming out and attacking you or you being just thrown in jail for no reason is because of the Constitution and the rights we have and the laws we have to protect those rights. But these people have never really been oppressed. These people have have never really had to deal with real um, racism or or anything. And um, weird because um, there's no, I mean, you got affirmative action and things like that that actually give people of color and minorities a leg up. That that feels racist to me on its face. Anyway, that means you're telling the minority community that um, they can't do it without help. But these same people that protest or hashtag or virtue signal against the Constitution are some of the same people that protest against capitalism. And once again, they are usually the ones that benefit the most from capitalism. I mean, just sending out these tweets and virtue signaling is a product of capitalism. Without capitalism, 
it's a good chance it wouldn't be here. I mean, nobody would have to have invented or had any kind of incentive to invent ways of mass communication or ways of mass producing things so that they could sell products to, you know, everyday people so that they could take part in these platforms and things like that. Like, there would be no reason for them to be trying to help things to lower prices. Like, if it was, um, say, socialistic communists, is like, there, there might be some things that are done, but there would be hand-chosen people that would have to make these things and for the greater good, and that's forcing people. Like I said, there's, a, there's only two ways to govern and rule people, and that's by talking, convincing, and or force. And uh, the United States was the one of the first countries, if not the first country, that considered talking and um, you know convincing people as a way of governing. We were the first experiment in self-governance. Before that, it was all dictators. There's people out there. I mean, there's people out there. They'll start a small business and then still try to be a ca- against capitalism and. and that's because they don't they don't know real poor like even the poor people in our country the ones that have they say they're forced to live on welfare they say they're forced to live in subsidized housing things like that like they don't even know what it's like to be hungry i mean this this in, in generation and after generation has become more and more entitled to things like, even like food. And they're like, well, maybe we should go back to the old way of doing things. And, you know, it was all for the greater good of the people. And everybody should take care of everybody else. And I believe that other people should take care of people. I believe healthy people. I believe that's why we have to have haves and we have to have have-nots. We have to have people that are building more and inventing more and and needing people to help them build more. To give the jobs to people that don't have anything. So that they can then in turn support these non-profits and stuff to give to the people that have nothing. I just don't get it. Our, but our president, to get back to the point, has um, turned his whole country <laughs> into just like whining babies. Like. Everybody wants their own way. Everybody wants all the laws to fit their personal view, their personal needs, or their pe- not even their needs, their personal wants. Talking about the military being more diverse at the top of the ranks. You get to the top of the ranks in the military, you're supposed to get there anyway by being the best and working hard and, and, and proving yourself. Not because you're black, not because you're white, not because you're gay or straight or, or anything like that. They're, that's not... The best way to run things. You don't have to be more... I mean, they're inclusive. They let people in, but it's... You don't have to make things diverse. The best man gets... I don't think... People like Russia or China or anybody like that, if we ever go to war with them, are going to care if the person that they killed was black, white, gay, straight, whatever have you. Whatever um, preferred pronouns. And that's the funny thing. (laughs) about pronouns is uh you're not even there when people use them so you're getting offended by people talking about you when you're not even around to hear it or referring to you in the wrong pronoun but 
I digress. I'm not going to get into that subject right now. The fact of the matter is that he has promised to put a black woman in there, just like he promised to put a black woman for a vice president. And then, and we see where that's gotten us. And there is even uh, a question from, uh, I don't know if it was CNN or MSNBC at the press conference with Jen Psaki talking about would, were they considering Kamala Harris to put on the Supreme Court? Kamala Harris is not qualified to be on the Supreme Court. I don't know if Kamala Harris is is um, qualified to be a um, cashier at a supermarket. I'm not, I'm not sure if she's qualified to be a crossing guard. If you were to ask people from her home state of California where she was a prosecutor and but I, I hope they were joking. I hope that was just a joke. I mean, I understand that he did promise to put a woman of color in the Supreme Court, which, like I said, is, is it's not the time and place. It's not the, the Supreme Court of the United States is supposed to be a completely nonpartisan, completely... It's, it's not a place to virtue signal. It's not a place to reach out and be like, oh, look how caring we are. And the thing is, I think he's trying too hard. I think they're trying too hard. And the thing is, they're... They're, they're thinking a majority of black people are stupid. And they're not stupid. They see what they're doing. They're saying, oh, look, you put a black person up there trying to get our votes and or trying to get our support. And it's really not even for your vote or your support. It's for the people that pretend to support you. The people that get offended for you. You don't even have to get offended. Black people, minorities, don't have to get offended. You got a bunch of people with uh, nothing better to do, apparently, than to get offended for you. Like I said about people being against Constitution or against capitalism, there are a lot of people that have nothing to do but be against something that they don't even know. They've never read things. They've never uh, <laughs> never read into the Bill of Rights or any of the amendments or nothing. They just hear what sound bites from and clips, video clips from CNN, MSNBC, and it, you know, when they're virtue signaling once again. Capitalism may not be the, you know, the best way to do things. Or, you know, there might be a better way, but right now, it's definitely not communism. It's definitely not socialism. It's definitely not everybody pitching so everybody else can. Because that doesn't get rid of these billionaires who everybody thinks doesn't pay the taxes. And, and a lot of these people are talking about billionaires not paying taxes, don't pay taxes themselves. Most people have a net zero um, taxes when they pay for, like, your income tax at the end of the year tax time. They, most of them are at net zero. You know, I think it was eleven billion or eight billion. Some Elon Musk paid so much in taxes just last year alone. And that these people that are against capitalism talking about the people need to pay their fair share. They would never be for a flat tax. Because then they wouldn't get their child credits, they wouldn't get things. There's a lot a lot of these people don't even have jobs. A lot of these people live at home with their moms or their sisters or something and they complain that they don't have work or they complain that they don't have money and then they'll sit there and complain that with in order for them to work they need at least $20 an hour at least $20 an hour not like they have the skills for that not like they would work up to that you know because they don't think $10 an hour would suit their lifestyle like I said these people a lot of people are living at home That rent free, no no responsibilities, real responsibilities, and they're making zero dollars an hour. But they will refuse to work for ten dollars an hour, even part time, even for a little bit. I don't know. I don't get it. They won't take it. They 
They believe, see, they think the $10 won't be able to survive. No, they won't be able to survive the way they want to. I understand these people are complaining about things they don't need. You know, just like kids complain about things they don't need, that they don't have. Well, on Nickelodeon, or on Disney, or my friends at school, they all have, you know, Nike, or they have to wear Champion, or they have to wear all these things that... You know, a lot of these clothes, a lot of these clothing lines, just like a lot of these foods, they all get made in the same place as each other and they just put different labels on them. I worked at a bread factory where I saw the same exact bread, the same exact bread being put into two or three different packages for different states. And it ranged from the same exact bread, the same exact loaf of bread, from 99 cents a loaf up to 12.99 a loaf. It was the same exact bread. And that's exactly how it is with Champion. That's exactly how it is with Nike and then the Walmart brands. Most of them are all made in the same factories in the same countries. Same materials. Do the same things. Now, don't get me wrong. There are some better clothing lines out. There are some better ruggedly made clothes. But are they worth the price they're paying? No. Is it is it more just signaling? Is it is it social status signaling? Like why do if you don't have the money to afford it, why do you have to look like you can afford it? I would rather be rich than look rich. Why are you spending all your money you do have instead of saving it for something else or to better your situation in a different job, to get a vehicle, to be able to travel farther, to be able to do something, start a business, anything? Instead, you use the money on these things that you really don't need. Or a lot of these people that do drugs, they spend all their money on drugs and they complain that you know, about the minimum wage, it complains about... That's because you're spending all your money. You're making somebody else rich for something you don't need. You may think you need it, but you don't need it. Because drugs are... Drugs, alcohol things, they're just filling a void inside of you. Same thing with clothes, everything. Why can't... I'm sorry, I'm going on a rant here, but... I just saw this about the the justice stepping down. It's just coincidence he's stepping down now. And, and they're going to virtue signal by putting somebody in there that may or may not be qualified or may be qualified, but there could be somebody better. But they got to keep that. They got to keep at least their three liberals in there because there's six conservative judges. And by conservatives, I don't mean conservatives exactly. I mean like constitutional scholars, constitutionalists, you know. People like that. Anybody that's against um, anything they want is considered a conservative anymore. Just like you're considered racist if you're against anything. Like, I mean, Morgan Freeman put it best when he was asked about how do you end racism. How do you end racism, huh? Stop talking about it. But there's certain people that sell books. They sell movies. They sell... They have people who have viewers... Like kind of like clickbait, like just like, like CNN, MSNBC. They got to keep it alive because they got to keep the fear alive. That's why you have all the the number ticks, all the cases of like COVID nineteen, all the deaths. They had to keep it going. They took the death counter down the day after uh, Biden was inaugurated. They took that down on CNN, but the whole time during the the beginning of COVID, the, the whole time that Trump was in office, it was up there. It was there. It was big. It was almost as big as the reporters themselves. They wanted to keep that fear alive. 
like I said, it, it's good to have these labels and if you can afford them, if you can pay these companies, because these big companies like Champions, though, then they pay other people. But if you can't afford it, then you don't get it. Like, that's for the people that can afford it. If you're making more, you're doing more with your life, you can afford that. You shouldn't want something as a status symbol if you're not that status. If you're not making that amount of money, if you're not living that lifestyle, you don't have to afford that stuff. You can live cheaply until you can. But that shouldn't be on your top priority list. I mean, I'd rather be a homeowner and wearing Walmart brand or stuff I bought at Goodwill than be paying rent in an apartment and wearing Champion or Nike. Or, you know, living at home with my mom with no job, but somehow still wearing Champion or Nike and still having Beats headphones and just all these things. And an iPhone. Yep, we got to have the iPhone. Can't afford the iPhone. Can't afford the bill. Well, we got to have it. And all it is is signaling to other people. Especially if, say, iPhone or something is like, well, for social justice and whatever kind of stuff. Like, people will keep it alive. And then there's uneducated people that actually believe the things that are going on. I mean, the only really social injustice is the fact that people are making up things and attacking other people. Like, there's... there's <laughs> these social justice warriors, I tell them they're opportunistic. That's all they are. But they're, they're signaling... Most of these people don't even care. Most of these people don't even know what it's like. Like I said, mostly it's like white liberal people that are uneducated. They listen to CNN. They they listen to sound bites and they believe the you know New York Times and stuff when they're saying anything about being racist and all. It's like it's no it. There's no reason to. There's no reason after everything you found out that they lied about. I mean, they're turning tail now when it comes to well, I knew all schools should have been open and. Oh, COVID shouldn't be taking over our lives. And Dr. Fauci, you shouldn't be able to tell us. what We've all been saying that. The people that didn't buy into the propaganda have all been saying that. And I think with this, with this uh, wanting to a point, I hope. I mean, they won't be allowed to because then it'll be called racist. But I'm hoping that they grill whoever he appoints as a, as a justice on the Supreme Court. I hope. That they grill him as much as they did with Kavanaugh and Amy Coney Barrett. Like, I I really hope they have to go through that. I mean, on a personal level, I really don't want them to. Because nobody should have to go through that. But they need to be grilled. Because they're only put in there for one reason, most of them. Liberals are only put there one reason to try to push an agenda. I believe the agenda should always be America. America first. You're absolutely right. Like I said... I've said it before, I'm a Trump supporter. I don't believe the man walks on water. I believe what he tried to do, but there's a lot of, there's a lot of things that a lot of other people could do. You know, you can't just hashtag and meme things and when you could actually be doing something. But he's gonna put somebody in there to that. If you get onto another subject that all of a sudden we're hearing about with Biden in office again is is Ukraine. The only time we heard about Ukraine was with Trump was when they were trying to impeach him. And all he did was ask um, 
asked the Ukrainian government to look into the dealings that the Biden family was having in Ukraine. It wasn't have, having them do anything else, not trying to derail him. He was concerned, as he should have been, and as he should, as everybody should still be. But then we didn't hear about Ukraine again because when they lost the impeachment, they nobody wanted to bring it up. Trump gave them money and and um, and weapons and stuff because they were kind of in a civil war, but it's not anymore. But now all of a sudden we're hearing more and more about how Russia is going to invade Ukraine. And tell me what what does Ukraine matter to us? NATO doesn't want Ukraine. They don't want them in NATO. Those countries don't want them in there. They they fear that they're more of a liability than an asset. Russia doesn't want them in there because he doesn't want uh, Putin doesn't want weapons be based in Ukraine on their southern border there in Russia. <laughs> Putin does not care about us. He does not need us. They keep saying about having uh, sanctions, economic sanctions. He does not care. They have not needed us. And our soft president's not going to care. All of a sudden, we're hearing about Ukraine. All of a sudden, it's a big thing. They don't care about our borders. They don't care about how our borders are open. And we have had more and more immigrants coming in here unchecked. But they got 8,500 people on, on standby. 8,500 troops just in case they got to send them over there. And uh, they were saying that Americans should leave Ukraine. And they've been telling them that because of the tensions. Because Putin has 100,000 troops on the Ukrainian border. And Putin's told us to leave it alone. I'd like to know where we got this like sacred alliance and blood oath or something to Ukraine that we owe them this. Maybe Biden knows him it because of uh, Hunter Biden being on the Burisma board for no reason. Oh, and then, you know, when they were getting investigated, Biden, when he was vice president, had the, had the prosecutor fired or he's going to withhold funds, even though he couldn't do that as vice president. But it happened. It did happen. That was a real quid pro quo, which which actually happens in politics all the time. I'm not saying it was you know wrong. They, they do that kind of stuff all the time. But what are we worried about Ukraine for? And why is it all of a sudden being brought up? It wasn't brought up since the Obama administration. Now all of a sudden it's brought up again. Biden's in there. We're not worried about, like I said, our border. We're not sending troops. There's exactly 8,500 more troops on standby for that border and their sovereignty in Ukraine than there are for our borders and our sovereignty. You know how many more border wars are going on in like Africa or even in Asia? Why aren't we caring about those? Why Ukraine? Why why Ukraine? As soon as I find out more about that story, now they're not saying that eighty five hundred uh, troops is the is the limit. That's not the 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 ceiling. You know, the Pentagon said pretty much that the entire military forces is, is at the Biden administration's disposal. And they have them all over Europe placed already. They have them all over in East, Eastern Asia and Europe and all kinds of... There's all kinds of troops over there waiting to go in. And we just sent them millions, hundreds of millions of dollars in ammunition and missiles and armed them. And, and you know, even a, an official in Ukraine said that, you know, people shouldn't be leaving Ukraine because... It would be safer for them there in Kiev than in uh, or Kiev than than in uh, Los Angeles. So I don't know. There's a there's a lot of things going on. But the, but I had to talk about something here with the with them virtue signaling with the a pick for a nomination for the Supreme Court. 
of the United States. It's supposed to be nonpartisan. It's supposed to be, you know, not above the law, but uphold the law to the Constitution, to our Constitution. I mean, I guess I'll leave you guys with that for today. Like I said, if you if you ever want to contact us, you can find us at coalregiondiscontent at gmail.com. We're also here on anchor.fm slash coalregion-discontent. We're also on Gab for Coal Region Discontent. We're on Getter as CR Discontent. And we are on Facebook, YouTube, and Rumble. Coal Region Discontent. And you can always message us on Facebook or the, the email. You can always call in here if you'd like to. But remember, as I end every segment with, and I will always, that I believe that the Constitution is the greatest political document ever written. And that we are a beacon of light and a beacon of freedom to the rest of the world. So if we were to go down and lose our freedoms, what would the rest of the world think and what would the rest of the world do? So, remember, love your country, love your neighbor, and God bless. Thank you.